And good evening. Are we alive and well? We are. I am here with uh, Bob Moondog Mooney. This is Average, of course. We're sitting in beautiful Buckeye, Arizona. Uh, we got a couple of the wags over there sitting by the fire. Uh, and it turns out that uh, it's past Whip's bedtime. Oh, yeah. So he can't make it. <laughs> it doesn't sound like there's going to be a, <laughs> a Whip featured on tonight's podcast. But um, you got Average and Mooney. So what else What else so, do you need? So deal with it. Yeah. Y'all are welcome. So what would you do this weekend? You have an interesting... Uh, played a little golf yesterday at uh, Cordobella. Uh, I went back to my uh, old way of... Uh, Pre-MGA, I had what I would like to call a power fade, or you guys referred to it as a slice that came back into the fairway from over the houses. And I ended up shooting one of my better scores in a while of a smooth 89, which was you know not necessarily good, but finding the that's ball... Im that's improvement. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When, when you've been doing 95s for a while, 89 felt pretty damn good. I'd, I'd kill for an 89. Uh, and so, uh, course is in great shape. Uh, what's interesting with Cordobella is you cannot drive in the rough. They actually want you driving down the fairway in the wintertime, which I thought even last year when I got yelled at for doing it multiple times, that I thought that was strange. And uh, I got yelled at a couple times for doing it this year, too, because, you know... Huh. Apparently you kill the Bermuda, even though it, it was weird. Half the holes actually had the rye already come out in the rough, mm -hmm. but the ones that had the Bermuda, that was... I mean, they had Gestapo sitting there telling you... Hey, what are you doing? Don't get drive. out of there. I feel like I remember that from playing Cordobella at the beginning of this year. Um, so you're this is with um, not the MGA, correct? Uh, that this is a different men's club I'm in, which is uh, Arizona Desert Golf Association. Uh, they have tournaments twice a month. Uh, so let's give them a plug. How do we uh, how do we join the Arizona Desert uh, Golf Association? Pretty sure if you just Google that, or if you go to the Arizona Golf Association and look for clubs under Arizona. Uh, desert golf club and then you request to join and i mean if you drop my name you're a rubber stamp and you know if you're an ass i'll kick you out myself it's fine uh it's also nice to have um you know they play pretty much pretty much every week right there's something, uh, they, they do two tournaments a month which is nice because if you've ever you know thought on thursday oh crap i forgot to book a tea time what time can i get on and if you're in that league, you already have an eight o'clock somewhere. Yeah, especially this time of year when you yeah. can't. If you don't book your tee time by Monday morning, you're not playing. Yeah, <laughs> uh, for sure. Uh, I actually joined a couple leagues because of that, just to make sure I always had a tee time that was was available and reasonable instead of yeah. You know, and they they do a lot of they'll negotiate like a year or so in advance. So we're playing last year's rates still which next year's rates are going to hurt i'm sure right because Cordobello is still i think 110 but that includes the skins game and the right. prize money and that sort of stuff so not bad yeah so you actually do get some money from that league instead of like aside from the mga where it's basically just yeah they're not giving you rights. a check for you know 27 cents that you can't take to the bank they're right actually giving you real, actual real hard-earned spending greenbacks right Right, I did enjoy um, playing with that group uh, this past season. Um, the several times that I played um, in that league, just due to scheduling, for me it wasn't uh, wasn't ideal for me to remain um, just due to some scheduling stuff. But I did enjoy those that group of guys and uh, kind of that scene and the different course. They play some different courses than the MGA plays, so you get some variety there. And then 
again, to your point of having the guaranteed tee time, if you want it, you don't have to play, but um, it's definitely available. So uh, certainly check those guys out as well. So uh, they are not sponsoring the podcast, but <laughs> yeah. uh, we're working on it. There's there's negotiations. Wheels are in motion. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if we can't uh, get Tony and Lindsay to come on the podcast. I don't see that happening. But. Yeah. Probably get <laughs> well, Lindsay because he likes beer. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he, he won't even know there's a podcast. All of a sudden, there'll just be a microphone sticking out in front of the you know bar. Yeah, we'll just sneak it it's up some, on him. Some sort of tailgate or like, episode. He's he'll probably be like, in. "Why are you wearing headphones?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't worry about yeah, it. Don't, uh, you never don't you mind. Everything you're you're saying is going to be recorded for posterity. <laughs> um, I did not golf this weekend. Uh, there was entirely too many preparations to be made for the average Thanksgiving, uh, which is. Uh, coming up here in just a couple days, I think we're gonna still. I think we're still trying to leave Tuesday night. Uh, do the whole no, going elk hunting. Drive, yeah, <laughs> drive up, drive up sketchy mountain road in the RV. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if that happens. But uh, we did most most of the. Uh, well, Mrs. Average did most of the loading of the uh, food and other various sundries on, into the RV today. Ah, man, it's amazing how much storage that thing has as opposed to the old travel trailer that we moved out of. Um, it's it's crazy. So you're gonna be like me when Mrs. Average asks at the uh, first world problem saloon, "Do you have toothpicks?" I'm going. There's so many cabinets. There's <laughs> toothpicks are somewhere. I mean, I just live here. Come on. Right. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's stuff. Um, shit. There's there's. I mean, we have we have enough food on board to where if we do get snowed in out there probably not going to be a problem no, no donner party situation no no we'll uh we'll be fine for a minute um but yeah so no golf for me this weekend and obviously no golf for me next weekend because we'll still be up in the uh uh mountains enjoying uh whatever we're doing out there so i did bring uh lots of ammunition so i'll probably be doing some plinking while i'm up there uh killing some serious cans yeah yeah, you know. Uh, that's where you need the Coors Light can, because it's a little bit bigger than your skinny can. Uh, well, you know. I, I need to be really good and really <laughs> accurate with the with the slim cans, so. Plan on killing a lot of tall, skinny burglars instead of, you know, short, stocky ones. Right, I figure, it, you know, like Beaker from uh, the Muppets. <laughs> yeah, can that, guy, that guy's a problem. Yeah, headshot, <laughs> you know. Me, 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 me. Pow. Um, yeah, so anyway, no golf for me uh, this this weekend or next weekend, so um, I don't know how I'm going to gain on my uh, improvement situation without... May, you know what, though? <sighs> maybe it'll help. Maybe I, maybe I put too much thought into it sometimes. And that's but. the only question that really I have for this evening is uh, you're talking about you want to, you know, a day in the life of average getting better at golf. Uh, what exactly are your plans are you just going to do the usual and i'm just keep doing the same thing and see if it gets better or uh, I mean, yeah typically uh, most decisions uh, that i make are typically uh just do the same thing and hopefully the, the results change uh no no my uh my goal is to um definitely i want to take a lesson professional seek professional help professional help is probably that's you know that's good that'd be good for you you know um if i could if i could get a lesson get cool some pond yeah uh pro pond pond yeah. is good for me pond's for good for you um definitely professional help 
Um, when I say a lesson, it's probably going to be a series of lessons because I don't think anybody can can fix me um, in a short period of time. Although the other night at church, uh, if you listen to the Gay Ferran episode, um, Whip spent five. 10 minutes up there watching me swing a golf club and was like, uh, hey, what are you doing with your hand here? And just did a couple of adjustments to my grip and it seemed to, you know, a little bit of, little bit of adjustment there seemed, seemed to pay dividends uh, in the results. So, you know, stuff like that. I need to seek out another set of eyes instead of just relying on, well, that feels good. That feels good, you know, because that's well, how you end up. Well, see, I've been uh, operating on the just, you know, you're, you can fix it. Just watch a video it'll be fine and uh i've been a 15 handicap for 30 years now and so everything works out for me uh one of the things guys some of the guys in az desert have done is they've gone to golf tech and actually got their you know 25 lesson package type thing Uh and you can really see a lot of the improvement in that so i'm actually thinking of going down that road because now where is that place uh the one that i'm aware of is like 67th avenue and bell ish oh really I mean, it's right like, down the road from where you worked. Where, yeah. I mean, that'd be a great place to go. Huh. And then... I didn't know there was one right there. Uh, even the big boss man at work, uh, he stopped paying the uh, true north guy who charges $8 million a day to, you know, talk right. to you for five seconds and tell you that, you know, you move your thumb left. Uh, and he actually signed up for it. And so he's actually doing a lot of improvement there. So that's where I'm, I'm really kind of leaning towards, I think golf tech might be a way to go, which, you know... We're gonna need some sponsorship money if I keep dropping their name. Just right, you know, just FYI. Well, we'll see how much I improve. Yeah, and then uh, you know. Yeah, but work in progress. Uh, I would like to see myself not necessarily. I don't really care about being much better than a fifteen because one of the things I really enjoy golf wise is showing up and just hit the ball and find the ball kind of thing. The people I know that are in that you know five or less handicap. Yeah. They don't enjoy themselves. It's a part. They golf. It's a part-time they, job. Yeah, they it's, just. It's not. I don't want to be that guy. I, I like to walk back in and just go in and you know something in an eighty-two, eighty-six, and no, no, yeah. that's what you're going to put down. Yeah, and, low to mid eighties yeah, is not, a great, great. Every place once in a while, you pull a seventy out and get DQ'd and be like, whatever. And you just walk off the course with both middle fingers up in the air, and you know I DQ'd, and, right? You know, with dragging your dick behind yeah. you. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, and so that's pretty much. Uh, what I'm thinking for improvement is not necessarily better, more consistent. Because, right. I mean, like I say, I shot an 89 over the weekend, and it was a bad 89. If that's, you know, for me, that's not really a thing, but uh, it could have easily been a 82. It could have yeah. easily been a 95. I well, mean, it's it, funny. Whatever. When you actually when, when you actually put together a, a good round or... Or as I like to say on the course, when oh that was a great hole for you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that 80, that was a great round uh, for you. Those of you who um, played golf with Ken or I, we <laughs> say that a lot. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's amazing how that works. Like, um, and I know I, I I keep harping on this because it happened to me once. But uh, the what, remember that one time I broke eighty? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny because I shot a seventy nine, but it very easily could have been like a 74 mm-hmm. i mean i left so many I, I left like three putts an inch short including my putt for 78 i left an inch short and tapped it you know what i mean like well, just stuff like that that's like my round on saturday uh it was four or five five inch tap-ins from short not from left or right just flat out if you hit it which right you have I, the line i, I, I yeah. blame a lot of that on uh going to Arroyo where those greens were a little bit quicker than Cordobella was and so I mean I, I'd hit the putt and be like that's six feet pe- oh it's short <laughs> right so hmm 
but it's it's good to hear. I th- I think you do need to figure out. You know, no offense, Whip. You're wonderful. You're great. You're better than me. But you ain't gonna teach him to be better. He, he needs professional help for sure. Uh, Are you saying that Whip is not a professional? <laughs> Uh, you know, what, what basically Average and I are both doing is, uh, I believe uh, Guns N' Roses wrote a song about it. It's called Beating a Dead Horse. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's we're just keep doing the same thing over and over again, hoping to have a different you know result, and that's not going to happen. Uh, um, definitely. I mean, it's been, it's been a number of years for me just trying to do the self-help thing, watch a million videos on Facebook and yeah. go, oh, I, I could implement that. Yeah, and, the, the, yeah. the Facebook and uh, YouTube videos, they're galore. That's what I broke into uh, over this last week because I was really going, man, I, at Worlds, I put way too much spin on my driver. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to watch a bunch of videos that gets me to not do spin on my driver. And what that did is put my uh, dead pole left that was straight into a dead pole slice that was in the fairway but on the wrong side but you know it was still better than what i had been doing but it those videos don't fix you you, no. you got to truly actually and this is talking to the guys uh that have done the golf tech thing and again shameless plug uh we're going to be needing some money uh and they're they kind of get the feel of they know where they're going the ball's going to go before they hit it and to me that's just a how is that a thing right um also, I think once we do iron that out, we may have to uh, talk to our boy Rhino and uh, see if we can do a couple of podcasts from his in-home simulator. Well, for sure, we we should take advantage of uh, his hospitality for sure. Uh, uh, thank you in advance uh, for we'll, inviting we'll the podcast. Over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to need the Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I think that would be a, I think that would be a cool podcast to do. Uh, go in the go in the golf simulator and uh, yeah, just have his crew of guys with you know us and you know yeah. our guys and we all just you know do a banter thing like we did in Vegas to where you know maybe we have D Rod walk across the room and crack a beer right in front of the right on right on the microphone yeah. when yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely a, a great idea. I think for the for the show to chronicle our both of our improvement oh man what else you got i i see you have copious notes my, my copious notes i went through pretty quick i told you i had a smooth 15 minutes and we're at 1440 <laughs> so i think i called that pretty good uh so you're you're not golfing in the next couple of weeks yeah then uh, uh you're not going to be able to make it for the dwi which uh is december 3rd yeah uh, it doesn't uh it doesn't look like uh i i've forget i i know mrs average has has something on the docket for us but uh i'm not sure exactly i can't think that far ahead when i got um thanksgiving barreling down on me yeah uh uh dr weaver has asked me on a couple occasions to commit or not and i'm going i have to look at my schedule at work and i mean he, he just asked me on saturday and sunday which i don't think of anything calendar related on saturday and sunday That's right. you know that's where work is. That's why I stress out there, and I don't stress out here. Yeah, but I think that's going to be a fun time. Uh, it always has been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I if I, I think I opted out on Facebook just because I was I didn't want to go down to the last minute. Um, but I don't know if there's still a spot. If I can make it, I I certainly will. It's definitely. A, I'm pretty sure he he'll figure out a way to squeeze you in. We'll we'll do a podcast live from the tournament. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I'll chronicle my whole round. <laughs> yeah. 
play by play. Figure that out. The audio uh, quality is going to be great. I just duff that one into the rocks. Uh, <laughs> if I can uh, hang that, the microphone yeah, that, from my that, neck. That gravel you heard was my club hitting before the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Mooney hitting a house. <laughs> it, it's fine. Um, yeah, so, yeah, that would be the week after Thanksgiving. So, I think... I don't know. I got. I got to. I got to check again. But I need to get back on the course like sooner than later. Because um, like we don't even have church. Like there's no church this week because Thanksgiving. Um, but then church next week. Uh, that'll that'll definitely be a thing. So again, for those of you that maybe haven't gone to church in a while or at all ever, um, definitely reach out to me if you're unfamiliar with the details of church. You know how to get a hold of me. Uh, come to church; it's a good time. Yeah, and if you uh, listen to our Jay Farron episode or Gay Farron episode at church, it's just a bunch of guys bullshitting about nothing. And uh, he had some great stories. I yeah. really actually enjoyed that episode and got to know him a little better. It'd be nice to have you know more of the guys come out and just yeah, you're you're standing in a truck talking to a microphone and you know whatever you want to say, just say it because this isn't censored. Uh, right. Right, there is no... I mean, uh, it should be, but, you know, Mein Kampf went through the sensors. <laughs> we're, we're fine. So, <laughs> somehow, somehow that still yeah. made the airwaves. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, it's the literal translation. It wasn't, uh, yeah. it wasn't a reference uh, to any yeah. sort of Nazi uh, propaganda or anything. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Average has shaved his beard off, and he has this little, like, uh, you know, flavor saver just above his upper lip so that's uh, it's, all he's got it's left. tribute to Charlie Chaplin <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he dyed it black that seemed a little too much <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of Charlie Chaplin that's it yeah. you know silent movies like he's my hero gonna need a top hat and a little less with a spiky helmet <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> uh, you ever wonder where we went sideways <laughs> you know it's funny uh we took the kids and uh well the kids oh we, yeah you guys went to we took the polar express we, right we, yeah we took our daughter um and her two kids uh the, so it was it was for the grandkids but we went up north and uh did the whole polar express thing but there's this uh five ten minutes where you're standing outside the train uh-huh. <laughs> trying to get on the train and there's just crowds of people and you have no idea how tempted i was to make you know just not a uh, <laughs> not a, not not a, a timely uh, yeah. you know yeah. and i was biting my tongue the whole time uh just about these, let's load the train these hordes of people <laughs> getting getting on packing just, into just this train, train. And, I'm, and i'm going and i just really wanted to ask somebody like does this take us all the way to auschwitz or <laughs> Uh, but you know, uh, Holocaust humor doesn't. Yeah, uh, it does not translate. It doesn't. Yeah, it. it uh, apparently, you get labeled something that you're not, even though you know it's it, funny. I, you know, it's like converting <laughs> to Judaism for the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the other two of you that got that joke, <laughs> uh, give, me, give me a shtickle yeah. of fluoride. <laughs> So no, I refrained. Uh, there was no Holocaust humor um, with my family around. Uh, that's an oxymoron, isn't it? Holocaust humor. 
Is yeah, with like, your family around? Well, no, just oh. in general. <laughs> Holocaust humor. I don't think that's a. Uh, I don't think those two words go that close together. So, for risk of spoiler alert, how is the uh, Polar Express? Because uh, I went there to the uh, railway once to go at, to actually Grand Canyon, which I'm going to say do that. Which, yeah. Again, uh, we're going to need Grand Canyon well, railways. Just you know, shameless plug. We're going to need a little something. Uh, but it looked like they just kind of go out of the rail yard and then hang a right and. Go to for Polar the Polar Express, Express. Yeah. yeah. So the train pulls in uh, one direction, and everybody gets on. I'm like, oh, cool. Uh, we're gonna head this way, you know. And the way our seats were oriented, I'm like, all right, cool. We're at least gonna be headed this direction. And then the train goes back the other, like yeah. back the way it came in. I mean, it was cool. Uh, I recommend, you know, if your kids are older than six, it's you know, I mean, it's a 45 minute train ride. Uh-huh. To go wherever the quote unquote North Pole is, um, they do the whole song and dance. I mean, they have uh, if you've ever seen the movie uh, Polar Express, the one with Tom Hanks. Um, they have the uh, the hot chocolate service, right? Okay. So they have these people dressed up like chefs, and they come dancing down the the. So it brings peppermint schnapps. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, so they they do that. They they serve you hot chocolate and cookies, um, and then they they read the story. Like they have somebody walking up and down the aisle with a big giant Polar Express book, showing the kids the pictures and stuff like that while they're reading it over the over the intercom. Um, uh, you know, and then they so, and the, so very like safety check on an airplane ish. Yeah, you know, they show you where all the uh, the seatbelt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but then they, you get to the North Pole and you look out the window and there's Santa Claus on his sleigh with reindeer and whatever. And um, and then they go, okay, well, say goodbye. Everybody wave goodbye to Santa. And, you know, all the kids press up against the window and say goodbye to Santa. And the train starts going the same direction it was going, like past. You, you, and then you never they, even get off the train? No, you don't get off the train. Huh. It, it keeps going past. And then they go, oh, no something's wrong oh uh you know there's something on the tracks we're gonna have to go back the way we came or something and they go okay wave goodbye to santa again when we go past and you go past and he's not there and everybody's like oh where's santa you know and next thing you know he's on the train oh my gosh you're never gonna believe it santa's on the train he comes in he gives everybody a jingle Uh, bell spoiler alert so yeah spoiler alert i mean i'm sure there's no kids listening to this but well uh, Ryan Cause, we're we apologize that we just ruined the whole Santa thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, he's an elf, right? Uh, no, 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 really, no. There's oh. a difference between elf and dwarf. Oh, okay. And so, I don't think he's either. To be honest with you, he's I not. Think he's, he's not tall enough. He's just he's. You know how David always says he's travel size. Uh huh. I think he's actually travel size. Uh, I think as uh, Mr. Cosolino and us were trying to like mooch off of his uh, simulator, we probably ought to let's just go ahead and cut this out. <laughs> uh, yeah, remind me to edit this, uh, Jessica. Remind me to edit this segment. Yeah. Uh, okay. No comment. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This the, it won't make the podcast. So we're all right. Well, I will edit out the Holocaust humor too. That's yeah. Let's you know. Let's just make this uh, a five minute episode, right? Uh, the whole hey, good evening, and then all right, I'm out. Like um, uh, Fetterman's uh, debate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Paul Fetterman. Because uh, you know. hello and good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
and he still won. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. Uh, yeah. Why not? Why wouldn't he? I mean, it, I mean, it was uh, a. If, if you ever want to know if Democrats are smart, that's all you need to know. I saw a great <laughs> meme that was uh, uh, something to the effect of. Uh, Electing Biden president and Fetterman a senator or something is really a no-brainer. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, but uh, again, humor, humor. Yeah, uh, it's a joke, even though it's true. Is why it's funny. Uh, Greg, uh, yeah, Greg, we'll down. be fine. <laughs> Go to church, and you know you can yeah. defend your position. Oh man, um, ooh, so. You made a tri-tip for dinner. Uh-huh. Walk me through that process, because that was pretty damn good. Uh, so I do not disclose my super tri-tip recipes, but uh, my friends in California who will not be listening to this know exactly what it was, because uh, years ago we used to do Monday Night Football every night, and it turned into me and my buddies doing Monday Night Football at each other's house, and we did a bracket for who made the best dinner. And mm-hmm. it was basically, we're in... Paso Robles, California, which is real close to Santa Maria, California, mm-hmm. which Santa Maria is where tri-tip came from. And so we basically went all out to see who could make the best tri-tip. And uh, I will just say it's an ahi pepper paste mixed with some stuff. And uh, it br- just brings out the flavor in the tri-tip so much. And this that, is what you did in Mexico last yeah, same, year. Yeah, those, those Although, of you who uh, we raccoon the hell out of tri-tip in Mexico in February, that same one. Uh, so sorry, Whip. Yeah, because Whip was a part of that. That's true. Ah, there's really so much I don't remember about that trip. <laughs> I remember coming uh, out in the morning and there, there's just shrapnel. Yeah, like that was meat. That shrapnel. was the next day where you could just uh, see the table of nothing but scraps. Like somebody came along, you know, raccoons basically. Yeah. Uh, we got done with golf, and my plan, or you know, it was up to me to make dinner for everyone. I smuggled that into Mexico because apparently, you know. You're not supposed to bring food to there, allegedly. I mean, I would never do that. Uh, and I already had them pre-marinated and got done. And I got to my room, and my room was just right outside the barbecue. And I queued up the barbecue, and I you know, started my little slow cook and went to sleep for a couple hours. And <laughs> you guys all went down to the pool well, and we went and did, to the bar. did, did uh, you know, unspeakable things to each other at the pool from what I understand uh, uh, I don't recall unspeakable <laughs> things being done to each other yeah, yeah. and uh, so yeah by the time you guys got back I was power napped in and started uh, hacking up some tri-tip and it was the same as tonight's and uh, the best part was when Whip, Whip and I have had more than one conversation with regards to how to cook tri-tip uh, it's probably hours upon hours of conversation and uh, when he goes What's the best piece? Or he goes, give me a piece. And I go, you want this piece right here. And I you know, split it. And I, I believe you wanted to burn in. And mm-hmm. I gave you three quarters of the tri-tip. It was, because, yeah, yeah, it was the yeah, it was, yeah, you're, one, You didn't have to eat again the rest of the yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave Whip the creme de la creme's piece. And he's going, oh, my God, what did you do? And I'm going, yep, yeah, yeah, my work is done here. So uh, if you can't tell people how you, like, I, I mean... They're not going to be able to pull it off. You can give every recipe has its nuances. It's, it, it's kind of like you're asking uh, Beethoven to show you how to play like me kind of thing. It, it doesn't work. It doesn't, hmm. you know. Well, that guy was deaf. Yeah, exactly. Huh. I can't taste. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, those of you who want to learn how to cook a tri-tip, uh, it 
the slower the better. Think think brisket, but not 12 hours, and you'll be fine. Hmm. It's, it's more of a two to three hour process if you do it right. Uh, you can go on a little higher heat, upper rack, never the lower rack. Uh, you don't have to baby it like you do a, a brisket, which is why I'm moving to Arizona. It kind of confused me that brisket became the meat of choice type of thing for people to barbecue because it's so much effort. Uh, it's a long day. Which uh, you you learned was that your Super Bowl party where uh, mm-hmm. I did the brisket and the Orion cooker, which mm-hmm. is a three hour process. So that's almost like a smoker and a pressure cooker uh, combined. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, look it up, Google it if you don't know it. Uh, but that that is a time saver to where I mean you can do a like I got my turkey and I'm deciding whether I want to smoke it for Thanksgiving or not. Uh, but I mean that's a two and a half hour bird. I, I much prefer to smoke weed on Thanksgiving yeah. than a turkey. But. <laughs> Uh, I did pick up, I finally found my uh, turkey breast roasts that I do. Because when you're up north camping, uh, you have, they're all over fries. Your, um, um, your smoker situation when you're camping is limited. So I have uh, turkey breast roasts I found to be uh, the easiest to prepare, marinade, uh, store in an RV, and also get in a travel smoker, which is basically just the propane, you know, cabinet smoker that fits in the RV. Yeah. Um, so I, I've been doing those for years, but I marinate them and, um, you know, inject them and everything and do them different than each other. I do two different flavors. Um, now, have you tried the wrapping it in bacon? No, have not. Because that's my thing. Is you, I do a nice little... Uh, uh, you, you've seen the guy on Fremont Street at Worlds where, you know, they're making the uh, palm fronds into latticework uh-huh, type of thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do the same sort of idea with bacon, but over the top of your turkey. Uh, that that bacon doesn't necessarily flavor it as much as it just holds the juices in. I've had situations in which the turkey was too juicy to actually make quality sandwiches out of it because a, a quality turkey sandwich needs to be just dry enough to where you have too much mayonnaise right and when it's so juicy that you don't even really need mayonnaise well, you gotta, you, it's got to be able to you got to be able to have decent slices and when yeah. it just kind of falls it shreds yeah it's that's not good for a sandwich it's good it, for it, a, it's good for dinner good but, for everything else yeah. yeah but not so much a sandwich situation so that's what uh that'll that's what will be on the menu kelly's uh, definitely going to do her. Uh, uh, what kind of sides? Green chili cornbread. Okay, I'm in. Uh, 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 so different recipe than what she made last night because um, that one she made last night, she didn't have creamed corn. It takes creamed corn, and she didn't have that. Is it so bad she, that I don't remember last night? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it didn't cook. So, so part of, part of the problem with that, I mix that with the food, right? Uh, yeah, that yeah. sounds that sounds right. Part part of the problem with that <laughs> that batch last night was that um, it was that recipe called for it to be made in a thirteen by nine, and she did it in a, whatever eight by eight or whatever the, the oh. small the square one. Uh, she went average instead of big. Right. Well, yeah. it's supposed to be shallower and and you know girthier, right? Yeah. And yeah. she went with the yeah. deeper uh, story of her life, really. Yeah. So. It's just what she's used to, mm-hmm. um, but so it didn't really turn out super awesome. Uh, flavor was good, uh, consistency not so much, which is uh, important when you're talking about cornbread. But we always do that sort of thing. We always do, um, you know, the the we don't do the well. I shouldn't say we don't because we do. I don't know why we do two different kind of green beans. We do the traditional green bean casserole that everybody does. Uh, I'm out on that. 
Uh, it's just one of those things that yeah, we do because I, it's, it's required by law. But you know, I'll break that law. But instead every of year. the instead of the onions, we have the um, the uh, green chili. The um, they're like those fried onions that go on uh-huh. top of that casserole, but they're green chilies, not onions. But right. they're like breaded and fried the same way, same consistency. So we're going to be doing that this year. Um, she does a different type of green bean because it's just better. She does like a, a green bean, um, like roasted green beans with, with mushrooms and onions and bacon. And, you know, it's it's way better than the well, standard. Whip, whips out on the mushroom part, but I'm, I'm all in. Well, whip won't be there. Yeah. Um, uh, you're welcome for the invite, whip. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? Uh, definitely some sort of mashed potato. Because it's uh, uh, yeah it's not, yeah yeah there's got to be mashed so uh, years ago uh, when I first moved to Arizona uh, me and the kids uh, you know for Thanksgiving uh, we're you know I always, Thanksgiving has been my favorite holiday uh, forever it's just it's more subtle than a lot of the other ones it's what it's all about is just you know family and food well and it really is food centric <laughs> yeah and so uh, we the my the kid's mother uh said we're gonna go to cracker barrel for thanksgiving and i go no we're not we're making thanksgiving and she goes no we're we're going to cracker barrel and i'm like and again i you know i was assuming she was gonna cook and uh come thanksgiving day and i go well why don't why don't we have stuff going what's going on and uh she goes oh we're going to cracker barrel and so we went to cracker barrel and the next year, when she said we're going to Cracker Barrel, I'm like, no, 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 I'm cooking. <laughs> is that where uh, the uh, I will cook? Is that where the I'm not eating? Yeah, here. I'm not eating here. Yeah, for sure, I'm not eating here. I am not. I'm eating like, how here. are we? Uh, those of uh, those of you who've known me and followed me for a couple of years, I take a picture of my uh, turkey sandwich that I have at around seven o'clock at night every Thanksgiving. That to me is what Thanksgiving's all about. That is just the round. Is a turkey sandwich. Uh, the turkey sandwich <laughs> is just. I mean, you did it. You're you're done. Everything's yeah. great. Everything's wonderful. And uh, that's where I started cooking uh, Thanksgiving, way back when. And then the fun thing was was uh, the next year or so we had you know guests come over for when I was cooking, and they do. Yes, we're the yams. I don't. I don't like yams. And they're all, yeah, no, but I like yams. I'm like, I don't know. You don't well, understand. Then maybe you I, should. Yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah. I, I, I cook what I cook, and uh, I like mashed potatoes like you're supposed to, and I make green beans the way my grandmother uh, made them, which you put strips of bacon in it, uh-huh. not strips. You chop it up, yeah. of course, uh-huh. and you throw that in there. She used to put onions, but I'm not a big fan of onions, so it'll just basically, you know. She, I mean, she even snapped the green beans, but, you know, canned green beans, fine by me. Uh, and, you know, shit ton of butter uh-huh. uh, with that. And that that's your... With the bacon. Butter oh, yeah. and bacon. Butter, butter bacon. All, right. uh, all just, yeah, it's pure deliciousness. Uh, that and uh, the toughest thing for me still after however many years it's been is I had had my mom come forever and my mom's only job, which she loved it to death because she got to, you know, come and hang out and not do anything, was I can't make gravy to save my ass. I have no freaking clue what what sorcery is required to make gravy. Uh-huh. And don't fill up my inbox with how to do it. I don't know how I can't do it. It's uh, you'll the, have yeah. to delete both of those messages. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Ryan Cosolino, if you have something, go ahead and send something out. We, I owe you that. Um, so, uh, what other type of, uh, 
Thanksgiving traditions uh, aside from food? Uh, is there uh, are you the football big, or? Uh, well, we're going to go back to food because uh, the biggest tradition, which uh, both my son and daughter are big on, is since I was a little kid, my dad always made clam dip. Uh, okay, and it's I got my dad's recipe from way back when, which my mom swears it was off. The will back. you share that on the podcast? Uh, sure. At some point. <laughs> uh, Off the top of yeah, your head. Yeah, it's just complete fat. Uh, uh, so basically uh, you want cream cheese, mm-hmm. way too much mayonnaise. Oh, cream cheese and mayonnaise. Oh, yeah, because you know, fat is fat. And then I typically, it's minced clams is important, uh-huh. not chopped. Minced okay, is minced. And I usually use two where my dad's Can, Do you buy minced clams or uh, do you have to mince oh, no, it's, clams? It's, it's canned of minced okay. clams. Uh, and then uh, you mix that up together. And, and again, if you're thinking that's a lot of mayonnaise, you're probably going to need a little bit Am more I mayonnaise. Am I crazy or is that a lot, <laughs> that's of, mayonnaise. A lot of mayonnaise? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot of mayonnaise. Uh, and then as soon as you start going, man, I taste way too much na- mayonnaise, you, you start adding Worcestershire to kill the mayonnaise taste. And when it hits the right texture and thing, you mix that all up and, you know, blender, I suggest. And oh, it's in a blender, huh? Oh, yeah, you got a blender. It's like it. a puree. Oh, yeah. And then you stick it in the fridge and let it sit for about 30, 40 minutes. And then I'm telling you right now, wavy lays. Okay. Uh, my daughter has been a uh, vegetarian. She's, what, 19 now? She's been a vegetarian since she was 12. Every Thanksgiving, she would eat clam dip because, you know, clams have no souls. So right. she'd, that, she'd eat them. They'd, you know, that's not, they're kind of, a, they're almost a vegetable. Yeah. I mean, it basically, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of um, offspring, your uh, your son is of legal drinking age. Uh, no, not until not uh, the week after the DWI okay. on December eleventh. He turns twenty one, and then uh, he uh, does have a fake ID for those of you officers out there that want to you know take him to jail. All right, so so it'll be because because our big Thanksgiving tradition is. Oh, uh, he'll be twenty one on your. Uh, that day, on Thanksgiving. Oh no, you're. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you. you yeah, uh, I'm fast forwarding to a different day. Uh, no, I'm. I'm. I'm letting you. I'm <laughs> yeah. giving you a peek behind the curtain at the average Thanksgiving. Um, our, our aside from camping up in the woods and being out in the middle of nowhere in nature, uh, there is no football game being watched. Our Thanksgiving. Uh, the Wi-Fi is not good up there. Uh, yeah, it turns out. Uh, no. no, it's terrible. I'll, which is, I'll boost by signal, see what happens. Which is great, because I, I put my phone away uh, for like four days. Uh, that straight. is your thing, for sure. And uh, it's it's the best. So we're up in the woods, we're in nature, and uh, there's a lot of drinking happening. But as my kids got older, right? Um, so you had uh, Jordan turned 21 this year, right? Jordan turned 21 this summer, yeah. So he's going to have a problem? Um, well, he's he, he did. Basically, yeah, I was going to say he had a he had a problem on his twenty first. Uh, yeah, turns out I was there, and yeah, that yeah. So, uh, but progressively, like, so well, there's three, right? Justin, then Kayla, then Jordan, and each one of them got a turn at uh, tequila battling. Me yeah, go, going for the title you on Thanksgiving, title. Yeah. and um, yeah, so. That doesn't really work out too well for them because for a white boy, I can drink copious amounts of tequila. 
Um, that's like my liquor that I can hold. And so, and as we all know that I'm very good at that also, and, uh, go ahead and just pick me up from the pool chair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so uh, Don Julio for me and my friends. It is it is Jordan's turn to tequila yeah, to battle die. me. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, you'll do fine, Jordan. You'll be fine. It's really his. Uh, so he 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 comes home tomorrow night. So he for those of you that don't know, um, our youngest he he is in the Air Force and he's been stationed up in Mountain Home, Idaho, for the last I don't know year year and a half something like that, and um, he got. Not deployed. That's not the right term. Transferred, stationed. stationed. Well, yeah, yeah. So he got stationed in Okinawa, and is that where he's been? No, oh, he's no. Not, he's he, still not there yet. No, he comes home here tomorrow night and gets to do Thanksgiving with us, and we're dropping him off. Basically, we come down the mountain Sunday and drop him off at the airport. He flies to Seattle to catch his connector to Okinawa, oh. and he's gone for three years. Oh. That's, so this yeah. is going to be uh, uh, Mrs. Average will be fine with that. Uh, yeah, she. There's yeah, probably going to be no emotions. Yeah, she hasn't thought um, about that at all. If I mean, she's overhearing any part of this, she's probably already in tears. Uh, <laughs> but the silver lining is we get to go to Okinawa. Yeah. I told her, hey, uh, golf know, courses, right? It's, I mean, it's not. It's not like we're not visiting him. So there's that. Because uh, um, all you have to do is uh, tell Mrs. Average is like, well, Moondog has to go. We got to do a podcast. Right. Yeah. I feel like it's more like Jessica has to go if Bob can come. <laughs> yeah, Jessica has the companion ticket. I got the miles. <laughs> like, you put in a so uh for those of you that have no idea what's happening, yeah, because we got the uh, the wag yeah, section yeah. decided to crash yeah. the podcast. So they're they're yelling from across yeah. the yard. Yeah. Uh, we're in the backyard at the First World Problem Saloon, and uh, yeah, uh, they they have a lovely fire going, and we're far enough away to where you know you guys don't have to hear the crackle crackle, and uh, yeah, I, you can just hear the cackle cackle, the cackle, of, cackle. The, <laughs> of the of the wags. That was uh, average saying that. I didn't say that. Uh, again, Holocaust humor is not. Uh, we don't. We don't promote Holocaust humor. Uh, the crackle, crackle. That's uh, and, not, and, and yeah, that's called the callback. So anyway, it's not. A, it's, uh, it's remind me to edit yeah, all of this. It's, out. It's, you know what? It's not a gas fire. It's a wood fire. It's completely uh, different. Uh, there's no outdoor shower back here. God damn it, Bob! Holocaust humor isn't a thing. We're not making fun. Ah. All right, I'm just gonna. All right, move it. Move it along. <laughs> Moving along. So anyway, uh, it is now Jordan's turn to get killed by uh, me at yeah. Thanksgiving. Um, Kayla, it, funny story, she didn't even make it to the tequila battle. She woke up Thanksgiving morning and chose death um, uh, because Kelly, if you haven't been around Mrs. Average, uh, she likes to enjoy a mimosa or 40. And uh, so two, maybe 10. <laughs> so she broke out <laughs> the bottles of champagne for uh, mimosas, and Kayla thought it was a great idea to, uh, hey, let's have some mimosas. So she had six <laughs> and uh, spent the rest of, literally the rest of Thanksgiving Day uh, puking by the yeah. fire. Oh. Um, oh, and that's well, good. So, so she eats, she doesn't even eat breakfast. She wakes up, 
eats mo- or drinks she mimosas. Eats mimosas. Yeah, yeah. She, she, she drinks. She ate mimosas. She drinks six mimosas and eats a a half a pack of those old trapper uh, meat sticks. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's, gosh, and, like, that, that's like shooting. About, that's like shooting BBs out when you're freaking throwing up. <laughs> you talk about the breakfast of champions. <laughs> And because you can't chew those things completely, so those no, are just chunks. No, it out. was it was it was twenty four pieces of evenly <laughs> divided chunks of old trapper uh, encased meat yeah. that was being puked up by the fire, yeah. uh, which was good times. So fortunately, we have a camp shovel that I was able to dig a new fire pit. But uh, yeah, she didn't even make the tequila battle. She conceded before you know before it even took place. So. Uh, but I feel like she tried to tequila battle me in Havasu to make up for it um, the following summer. Uh, we went to a Mexican restaurant, and I think there's photo documentation of her holding a cow's hoof, uh, something like that. But, yeah, yeah she's uh, she comes from a long line of lightweights. Um, so there's that. Lightweights happen. I feel like Jordan is probably going to be the, the biggest challenger that I've that I've had because he held up way better than I thought he would at his 21st birthday when he had to do the 21 shots for his 21st. Yeah. Um, he was still walking around after he that. He actually puked up and still went out that night. He did. He, he, he puke and rally. Puke and rally is a thing. And uh, uh, he must, yeah, he must not get that from you. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, kudos to yeah the other, the other one guy. Yeah. Cause yeah, he doesn't get it from me. Because uh, you know uh, now uh, tequila choice is what uh, a nice reposado. Uh, it doesn't uh, have to be Don some, Julio. Some but, Cancion maybe. Uh, um, uh, I uh. do. I do enjoy some Cancion tequila, uh, formerly known as Roger Klein's Mexican. Oh, moonshine. I didn't. Even, I, uh, I, n- out, I never even figured that out. Turns out I, I, I don't made that connection. I don't even have a bottle of Cancion. My bottle still says Roger Klein's Mexican moonshine on it. Uh, because I don't drink that all the time. I, I like a, a little bit here and there. I turn out to have a sig- signed bottle, but it, I don't think that's... No, that's, it's Blanco. Yeah. Um, but no, I like, a, I like a good Reposado. If I'm going to sit down, uh, my value tequila, the intersection of, of quality quality and quantity, if I want one of those, I'll go for the, the Costco bottle of Hornitos. Okay. That's probably my, uh, as Whip drinks, you know, Sky Vodka. Sky because vodka. He, he <laughs> that's, drinks That's your Sky Vodka. He drinks shit tons of it, and it, the, the flavor doesn't offend him. Yeah. That's where I'm at with Hornitos. If I'm going to sit down and drink a bunch of tequila, I'll typically go there because it's not going to cost me $1,000, and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't piss me off. But I will get down on some Don Julio. Um, uh, back in my good old days, uh, we went Jose Cuervo because we were high school kids. Yeah, that's and, uh, <sighs> I pretty much should have died, and it wasn't until Mexico when I, you know, did die. But that was Don Julio, and that was the first time I've actually had tequila that, like, I could taste it and drink it and not go. I think I'm throwing up right now. Yeah. Um, so that, that, no, Don that was good. Don Julio was great. And we had Emotep. Uh, I'm paying for it, so that helped. <laughs> oh, that poor bastard! He had just lost his wife. Yeah, and yeah, and uh, and, his and, and, and his bank account, yeah. and his football. Yeah, and his football. <laughs> yeah, that, that poor guy. Uh, who knew? Uh, who knew that uh, Jessica uh, had? Quite uh, she has the, an arm, by she's the way. A quarterback. Yeah. Uh, she should, you know. Uh, Iowa State. Uh, what is his name? Ferns. Uh, yeah. Jessica's got some years 
uh, of eligibility left to you know yeah you, he he Kurt Ferens there you go that's the that's the Iowa State okay uh, coach uh, Kurt Ferens uh, call Jessica she's she's got a rocket arm. Uh, it was Uncle Rico for sure. You oh, know, yeah, it was like a the full whole, Rico. I, I yeah. could throw this football over them mountains. Um, She's all, if you throw, splash me one more time with football, I'm throwing it in the ocean. And we're like, you can't hit the ocean from here. <laughs> and he splashed her. Man, that thing hit the ocean. That was that was a couple yards deep in the ocean, too. We're going, I don't think I can throw it that far. No, Damn. No, that was that was wild. Of course, we were fucked up, <laughs> yeah. too. So it was probably like 20 yards. Yeah, it was probably yeah. but um, a, a solid 15-yard out. But instead of uh, pissing Imhotep off, he came over and apologized and uh, decided to buy everybody yeah, shots. Decided to kill me because you know. So I of course called for the uh, the expensive tequila, and uh, yeah, I think it would have dissuade him in some way, shape, or form. But we drank that whole bottle probably. Ah shit, that was a good day. Well, I don't know. Uh, that was a. Uh, Man, how was that seafood boil? That was good, right? Oh, we yeah. <laughs> the leftovers were <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, leftovers were awesome. Uh, uh, again, Whip and Scotty and uh, Missy, I hope you enjoyed it because I, I think they did because for, when first I firsthand, I I didn't pass out. I went in, and Kelly was not in in a good way, and I said, "Well, I'm not doing the, her." It was her. It was her idea to have the seafood <laughs> boil, and. Uh, and she was not having a good time right at that moment. And she was, you know, again, um, incapacitated. And uh, I said, there's no way I'm doing this without Kelly. Um, and I was pissed off. But, man, having to sit, I, I kept going out back out into the into the kitchen watching uh, uh, Whip and Mrs. Whip and uh, Scotty sit there and just, just plow. Like, <laughs> I, I will say that the calamari that I was eating the next day was awesome. Uh, the night of when Jessica and I woke up together intertwined at around 10 o'clock and just went, I think we missed dinner. <laughs> Sorry. Ah. That's aggressive. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jessica. Uh, just had to refill the uh, Moondog stash because, you know, things, reasons. It happens. Turns out I don't have a fridge out here in the backyard. We could have you know, done I a uh, fix that. we could have done a commercial break. I'm coming up on um, oh. an hour anyway, or we could just call it. Uh, we can go either way. Unless uh, I don't know. Uh, do either of you guys have any uh, important uh, additions? Any it's not our Thanksgiving uh, I, traditions I, I, you I want think, to correct me on? Mrs. Average in full fledged. I get to play with fire mode. She's just warming up for Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, I got the chainsaw loaded in the RV today. So she'll be chopping down a couple trees. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, these are old trees. They're dead anyway. I'm just I'm I'm trying to kill the beetles. Uh, yeah, we no, we definitely have our Christmas tree permit. So, <laughs> oh nice. No, we don't. I oh, wish oh, every. It's one of those things. Every year. You know what? I bet you could fit the damn thing in the RV with Remember nobody knowing. We thought about it, but we don't have any way of getting it back. Uh, right. The RVs. There's plenty of room. But every year we go up there, we're like, we're coming home with a Christmas yeah. tree. And every and year should. we don't get the yeah. permit. So yeah. well, there, there's reasons. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. I plan. I, planning's I, a thing. I try to be a selectively law-abiding, <laughs> law-abiding citizen, you know. Uh, by the way, his license plate on his RV is, uh, oh, don't, don't, uh, worry, don't worry about the fact he's got a Christmas tree in there. 
Yeah, it's strapped to the top. They can't see <laughs> yeah, it. From, they can't see. <laughs> it's it's fine. Uh, it probably won't lose all its needles on the way down the mountain. It'll be fine. <sighs> so, go ahead. Oh, I was just kind of point out that uh, I see you at Corona Topo Chico. Um, you know, this is just kind of a hodgepodge cooler. Like, I could pull anything out of there. Oh. Um, like it, my drink? No, I didn't pull your drink out of there. <laughs> like you could. No, no. I, I can pull I, it out. I, 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 um, I, think, I think she's making us. I think you're, I think you're, <laughs> yeah. you know damn well that, that I'm good at pulling out. <laughs> pull and pray. I almost, you almost lost an eye this morning. <laughs> hey, what do you know? Look what I just pulled out. Uh, yeah. Uh, turns out I'm tethered to the microphone, though, so... Here. Hold on. You gotta go full oh, yeah, D-Rod. Yeah, go full D-Rod. There you go. Yeah. Uh, y'all are welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Looks uh, like it's eight minutes to pee time. Uh, let's, let's point out that uh, uh, Mrs. Average has a jacket that is uh, solar-powered or some shit, battery-powered. Solar uh, she's got a battery pack in there, yeah, and it's got, it's, got, it's got heater coils in it. Because you know we live in Arizona where it's frigid as hell. Oh, it dipped. It dipped below seventy-two. So you know Whip's wearing that one shitty pullover, <laughs> and and uh, Whip's got a pullover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a smooth fifty-seven degrees. Uh, I'm sitting here in a hoodie. Uh, okay, average so, has a hoodie. So Whip, I got shorts so, on. So so seeing as how it's Sunday, Whip's got his uh, his long sleeve Minnesota Vikings T-shirt on. And then over top of that, he's got the shitty uh, <laughs> pullover with the fur on the inside. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I and, know. And, and we, he, we apologize for uh, you, <laughs> you making the effort to go to a bar to watch your lovely Vikings oh dominate. And uh, yeah, the Cowboys suck. Uh, they but got man. Apparently, they don't suck as bad as those Vikings. Dude, those Vikings got loaded onto a train today <laughs> yeah. and sent some. All right, uh, there, yeah, you know yeah. Holocaust. Uh, we're gonna uh, need uh, this. It's not a yeah. thing. We're we're not. That is not. Uh, that's not appropriate. I, Lord, I apologize for that right there, and be with the starving pygmies down there in New Guinea. Yeah, you probably shouldn't say stuff like that. I'm uh, How's that on a national. I, I think I may <laughs> may no longer want to be a uh, minor celebrity on a national podcast. <laughs> so, uh, do I need to run a disclaimer like Rogan does on <laughs> yeah, his about probably, the COVID yeah. bullshit? Yeah. I need to do. Uh, we do not endorse either side of yeah. the. Uh, yeah, that's not. Yeah, there, there is no. There is no ill intent behind any of the uh, jokes that you may hear on the. Uh, if you don't think it's funny, minute. just fast forward. Uh, you'll get over it. Yeah. If you do think it's funny, don't repeat it. Yeah, I mean, it's one. It's one of those things. It's not meant for. Uh, the, this is not. It does not reflect my what's in my heart. Uh, if celebrities can get away with being like, oh, uh, you may have heard some things uh, from my past, uh, but it doesn't really reflect how I feel. If Jimmy Kimmel can pull off being in blackface, full makeup as Carl Malone, and be like, yeah. well, you know, uh, it was funny then. Yeah, it was right? How, how come it's, it's funny, funny then? then? It's not funny now. Okay. I don't think he has an issue with Carl Malone. It's just the way I don't have an issue with, uh, you know, anybody that. So anyway. Yeah, so anyway. 
Uh, we're coming up on a break. Is it a break or is it a full lid? I think we can cap this one. Okay. I, I mean, I got to... Seeing as how I, I just keep digging myself deeper and deeper yeah, yeah, into yeah, the uh, pit of despair. You're, you're doing a great job of uh, pulling yourself out. <laughs> I keep going, pull up, pull up. Uh, no, no, that's, that, not, that's down. That's, that's down. Not, that's, that's not a thing. No. That's not how uh, you basically uh, You're playing a video game and you have the yoke reversed to where like up <laughs> is down. And, you know. <laughs> oh, my Christ. <laughs> Oh, well. What are you going to do? But I'm looking forward to uh, sitting next to the wags uh, by the fire. Yeah. Because they look so comfy. They look cozy. Uh, Not to mention, I need to, you know. I forgot to, I was going to produce and or build and construct a uh, urinal. Uh uh, Fire, you know, fire hydrant situation. Uh And uh, that's the only thing I didn't get to today. I got through almost everything else I wanted to do. Well, I'm getting ready to visit the uh, side side yard uh, over there. uh, You see the ladder to the right you'll be fine yeah that's that's where I, it's going in i already have the uh, that's why lexi ha- that's why lexi's hanging out over there because oh, yeah. she smells that i've been over there yeah, she's she's going could you pee on she's me? my other best friend did yeah. oh should we tell whip that that i got a t-shirt with lexi oh on yeah it? i get there's t-shirts coming with lexi um, it'll be here monday uh it'll be here monday uh i'm gonna talk to mooks about getting a uh, lexi t-shirt uh, or you know golf shirt for the entire chapter, that's going to be a chapter shirt mm-hmm. for next year. Was is going to be Lexi. little little Australian shepherds. celebration of her. Hell yeah! And you guys are going to be like, "What the fuck, Mel? It's free. Shut up!" <laughs> right? You'll wear it because it yeah. says West Valley. On <laughs> yeah. It. Um. So yeah. Um. I, so being that I'm going to be up in the woods for uh, four days, no technology at all. Um. I might try to shoehorn one in Tuesday night, if that's a thing. We'll see how it goes. It should be doable. My issue, as always, is I'm going to try to bail out as early as possible on Wednesday, so that means I'm probably going to have to work on Thursday. But, uh, you know, what else am I going to do? Work on Thursday? On Uh, Thanksgiving? Work on Tuesday. Uh I have to actually work the whole day on Tuesday. And so it's just a matter of uh, Well, it's not like we ever do it early. Yeah. Uh, well, we got to do it before Whit passes out. Yeah, well, that could be problematic. So, I mean, that's what it is noon? Tuesday, which noon? means he will have been at the bar for <laughs> for a six lot hours, hours by the yeah. time we get done with work. All right, well, we'll try to figure it out. Uh, Tuesday, we'll try to get that figured out. If not, if we don't get it figured out and you don't hear us for like a week, y'all are welcome. Suck it up. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm gonna go see. I'm gonna seek professional help for both my golf swing and uh, my sense I'm, of humor. I'm reasonably certain I'm going to uh, do the golf tech thing, and I also know that I'm gonna get better help for Ken, so he can get some counseling for his uh, anti-Semitism. It, yeah, yeah, that, that's basically what it <laughs> what it boils down to. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we will see you in the rough. <laughs>